It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Well, welcome into tonight's post game show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild four to nothing. It's the 16th career playoff shutout for Marc Andre Fleury, which ties him for third all time with Curtis Joseph. Marc Andre Fleury continuing to make history night in and night out to help us break this one down we bring in the voice of the golden knights dan duva and dan that's where we're going to start mark andre fleury just never ceases to amaze me how this guy just makes it look so easy he does in the match of the fundamentals with the athleticism that's what impresses me about him uh this year perhaps more than any other and not that we saw all of his games when he was a Penguin, but certainly all of his games since coming to Vegas we've watched. And I think that it's that uh, combination where he's so strong positionally, so strong fundamentally, but then when he needs to, he can be acrobatic. He can shift from one side to the other. And then there's that wisdom of years. I think that was our line at the end of the, the broadcast the other day, right? It was uh, the age of wisdom, talking about DeBoer and Holden and, and some of the decision-making. Flurry's in that camp, too. The, the wisdom of anticipating a play, reading a player, and having a feel for, okay, he's going to shoot it, he's going to pass it, and this guy, even though I can't see him, more likely than not, this is where he's going to go. Or he's a lefty, so this is what he'll probably do on that side of the ice. All of that little stuff, the reading of the play, it, it happens when you have played, uh, you know, the 10th most minutes in the history of the National Hockey League. You know, Dan, you look at this game for the Golden Knights, and the story coming into Minnesota was that the Golden Knights hadn't won a regulation game in Minnesota. And all of a sudden, you go back home with a chance to wrap this series up on Monday, two wins consecutively in Minnesota, three against the Wild. Uh, like, how much has that narrative really flipped for Vegas, and now it's becoming something that I think creeps into the heads of the Minnesota Wild? Uh, you throw all the numbers in there, and it makes sense to bring up. It had been a relatively small sample size coming into this building, a Vegas record of 2-6 and six against Minnesota here. This season, there were four games in this building for the Knights, and though they had a 6-5 a to five loss in one and a 3-2 to two overtime victory the next one, those last couple of games, it did not feel like the Knights' wild matchups of days gone by. I mean, Vegas had a 5-3 lead. They ended up giving up three goals in the third. Minnesota at the time was on a streak of comeback wins. And then, of course, Vegas secures the overtime win the next day. So I, I wonder if some of those demons were vanquished in those couple of games because uh, even when they fell behind in the second period, they come back in game three. And this was the most complete game they've had of the postseason, obviously. Uh, but that they score first and didn't relinquish that lead. They have... Uh, come from behind in the last couple of games. But once they started those comebacks, Ryan, Minnesota had no pushback. I mean, the only time Minnesota had uh, the lead was when they scored the game's first goal in games two and three. And then obviously when they scored their first goal in game one, it was the overtime goal. You get the idea. Uh, that was not the case today. For the first time, the Knights struck first and uh, did not allow Minnesota anything after that. You know, Dan, you look at this game, it's a big one from Nick Wad. Depth coming through for the Golden Knights without Max Pacioretty in the lineup. And with Yanmark, again, to throw an assist in there, but Mark andre Fleury mentioned it just a moment ago in the interview. These guys 
you sort of see the, the little things taking place. Yanmark had to be deliberate there, a couple of tries with an empty net at the end, uh, but he and Kolasar and Wah, that third line was as reliable as uh, we've seen at any point with lots of fluctuation there, and perhaps that's how it'll need to be for the time being, and if that's the case, I think Pete DeBoer will be quite satisfied with it. All right, Dan, as always, thanks for joining us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Have a safe flight, and we will see you on Monday. Sounds good. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing. Take a 3-1 series lead over the Minnesota Wild. A chance to punch their ticket to round number two on Monday inside T-Mobile Arena. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. No Tomas Nosek, no Max Pacioretty, no Braden McNabb, no problem for the Golden Knights as they were able to put four on the board and a shutout from Marc-Andre Fleury, his 16th career postseason shutout. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. The Golden Knights finally break through with the with a goal in the first period when Nick Waugh makes a great defensive play, then scores on the other end. A little trouble behind the net. It's a centering play, but it's cut off. Nick Waugh saves the day. Fleury almost turned it over behind the goal. It came in front, but nobody could get a shot off. Watt the other end. He scores! Nick Waugh puts Vegas in the lead 1-0. He saves a goal at one end. He scores it at the other. 1-0 Vegas with 9.23 to go in the first period. That's Nick Waugh, his first of the postseason from Keegan Colasar at 10.37 in the first period to make it 1-0 Vegas. The Wild would answer back as Joel Eriksson-Eck would score, but the Golden Knights would challenge for goaltender interference, and the goal would be reversed. Martinez using the far wall, using the boards, couldn't clear. Eriksson-Eck shoots and scores! And Minnesota ties it right back up. Third goal of the playoffs for Eriksson-Eck. Here's the announcement. From Kyle Rainey. Wow. Wow, that's right. Marcus Felino right on the doorstep impeded Marc Andre Fleury's ability to make a play on the puck. That was the ruling from Toronto that takes the goal off the board. One to nothing, Vegas going into the second period. Vegas would then get a couple of big plays. The first from Alex Tuck, who dances around the defense and scores a beautiful goal. Vegas has to regroup at center after the offensive zone draw. Tuck charges through. He shoots. He scores. Went to his backhand, back to his forehand. Tuck gives Vegas a 2-0 lead. That's Alex Tuck from Chandler Stevenson and Zach Whitecloud at 9 away to the second period to make it 2-0 Vegas. The Golden Knights would be on an extended penalty kill as Zach Whitecloud would get a stick up on Zach Parise, a four-minute double minor. 
The Golden Knights would need a big play in this four minutes, and they would get their first from the captain as Mark Stone delivers a shorthanded goal. Dumba lost it to Stone, shorthanded right side, and he comes, fakes, he scores! Mark Stone, shorthanded goal, took the goal off its pegs, lost his stick, but more room to pump his fist. Vegas leads 3-0. That's Mark Stone unassisted at 13:41 of the second period to make it three to nothing Vegas. Later on on the penalty kill, Mark Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save of the game. 15 seconds left in a stretch pass onside. Eric Sinek turned away. Fleury turned him away on the blocker side. Rebound in front, chipped to the near boards, and Vegas manages to clear out of the zone. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. Golden Knights up 3 to nothing, heading to the third period, and it was a clinic for Vegas, locking things down, not giving away much in terms of quality chances against. And then with Cam Talbot pulled, Nick Waugh would score his second goal of the game. Yanmark at center with Kolasar. Kolasar five feet inside his own line. Out to the neutral zone. Waugh shoots. He scores! Nicholas Waugh, his second goal of the day. 4-0 Golden Knights with a minute 28 to go. That's Nick Waugh from Matthias Yanmark and Keegan Kolasar. 18-32 of the third period to make it 4-0 Vegas. And all that was left was the final call. Jan Mark, who had an assist on that empty net goal moments ago, steers it around to the near boards. Kolasar protects it four seconds to the point. Brodine, he shoots, blocks, and out of the zone it goes. It's all over. Vegas shuts out Minnesota in game four. Four nothing, the final score. Four to nothing, the final score. The Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild, take a three to one series lead with a chance to close it out on Monday inside T-Mobile Arena. That game, Game 5, will go at 7.30 p.m., 6.30 p.m. pregame show. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's... The AAA Insurance Postgame Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing. Take a 3-1 to one series lead. Let's sneak out to Minnesota and bring in Mark Stone and Marc-Andre Fleury as they address the media after tonight's game. Thanks too much, Ray. Um, I feel good. The body feels good. Um, I think it's been great for me, like you talked about. Uh, they've been helping a lot with rebounds and blocking shots and all that stuff, right? And, uh, we've been getting some goal support the last few games here, too, so... Um, you know, I just every night I just try to keep the the game close, try try to make that first save and um, nothing too far ahead. Final question goes to Ken Bolke, Sinbin Vegas. 
per Mark Stone, a couple of the goals today and then a couple of them earlier in the series have been little plays in the neutral zone. I just want to know how important that's been to you in generating your offense. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we like to play fast. Uh, we have to play fast. Um, our deer head manning the puck really well. Um, and, our, and, our, and our centers are skating really well through the middle of the ice. You look at Roisey's goal, you look at um, Tucky's goal. They're uh, flying through the middle of the ice. Uh, we have guys middle lane driving. Um, and that's just transitioning the puck quick, uh, not letting them set up because when they do, they're, they're, they're tough to get through. So, um, yeah, for sure. Um, those little plays, you know, Coley's played a Roisey's a great little play. Stevie just bumps it back to Tucky and he does the rest. And, you know, throughout the series, uh, you know, you just put, put pucks into good spots where, where you can get it back. Um, either uh, for a chance to score uh, or, or on a good four check. Uh, that's where we've had most of our success. Thanks, guys. That was a little snippet of Mark Stone and Mark andre Fleury as they addressed the media after tonight's game. And, you know, what more can you really say about Mark andre Fleury that hasn't been said already? Just continues to make history every single night, it seems, or at least every other night. Uh, Mark andre has been fantastic in this series. The Minnesota Wild have scored four goals in four games. That's it. And so, like, we, we, we've talked about Minnesota being a different team this year, having a different look, a different feel, a little bit more dangerous offensively. But I, I think that when you get into a playoff series and you allow a, a team in the Golden Knights that win the Jennings Trophy, defend incredibly well, there's going to be a big onus on Minnesota to try to open things up a little bit, to search for offense. Because while Kirill Kaprizov has been fantastic for them all season long, and while you still have young players like Kevin Fiala and Jordan Greenway, and especially Joel Erickson Eck, who are continuing to grow, there's going to be growing pains, especially in the playoffs. There are going to be situations in the playoffs where a team can zero in on a couple of players and make it very difficult to find the back of the net. And that's what the Golden Knights have been able to do through four games on Kaprizov, on Fiala. Joel Eriksson-Eck is going off, but that's really been it for the Minnesota Wild. Let's head back to Minnesota, bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Shorthanded goal tonight. Can you talk about maybe the the influence that the dangerousness of the shorthanded, of you guys shorthanded having, like, what kind of impact does that have on the other power play just by itself? Well, you know, you, you want your special teams to grab you momentum. And uh, I think our penalty kill defensively uh, has that ability with, with the pressure we put on and our ability to, to, uh, to not get scored on, um, you know, but we also have the ability to, to uh, make you pay a price offensively with it when we can get, some space or a clear or catch a power play tired you know those guys have great anticipation and great speed and uh you know they're, they're really good at it so it's a it's a definitely a weapon for us defensively and and offensively too next question tonight comes from ben goats las vegas review journal ben hey pete nicholas Watt scored twice tonight on the first goal he clears the puck out of the crease and goes down the other way does that play kind of show the 200 foot player he is yeah, I really like that line. You know, I thought uh, <clears throat> we we needed that line to to uh, to have a big game for us, and and I thought they did. I thought uh, Kolasar, Yanmark, and and Wazi were all real good tonight in all areas. Yanmark 
you know, a couple huge blocks at different points. Kolasar made a great play on the first goal and, uh, you know, Ozzy obviously got the two. So you need depth scoring in the playoffs. And, and I thought those guys had, had been spinning their tires a little bit for a couple of games and we really needed them. And, and I thought they were great. We'll go to Danny Webster with NHL.com. Hey, Danny. Hey, Pete, when I asked you this morning about finally winning in that barn, I know you, you've uh, shrugged it off a little bit, but to get nine unanswered goals in the last 110 or so minutes, just how pleased are you with the guy's response so far in the last couple of games? Yeah, huge response. I mean, you know, we, we all know Minnesota's record in here, and we all heard how how, uh, how good they are playing at home from them. And, uh, you know, and then you, you take Pacioretty and McNabb out of the lineup, uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, things stacked against us, and like our group's done all year, they they ignored the noise and went to work and got rewarded. And obviously, it starts in net. The flower was excellent, but uh, it was it was a real team effort. You know, to come in here and sweep, but with their home record is a real testament to our group. Next, we'll go to Ed Graney from the Las Vegas Review Journal. <laughs> hey, Ed. Pete. Um... Was it a situation on the challenge that you heard something again from Dave? And I guess if he's two for two, do you have the juice to get him a raise? <laughs> yeah, he's 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 feeling pretty good right now, uh, Ed. He uh, actually that uh, on the goalie interference, it's it's Mike Rosati, our goalie coach, and Dave. Uh, and uh, great call, you know, great great call, uh, and, and you know, and and both reverse calls both nights you know, impactful on the game. I don't think they were the difference in the game, but definitely impactful at, at that point in the game. Next, we'll go to Jesse Pierce with NHL.com. Hey, Jesse. That was actually my question that I was going to ask as well, but how confident were you that that challenge was going to go your way? Uh, you know what? We, we get one screen, uh, one one look and one angle on the bench. Um the one I was looking at looked like it was, but but you never know. Uh, you know, with an offside, it, it's usually pretty clear. Um, you know, and you're pretty confident. Goalie interference, you're never sure. I, I thought it had all the uh, elements to be a goalie interference. Uh, Polino was in the paint. Flower couldn't, you know, get to his position and establish his position because Polino was in the paint and wouldn't allow him to get there. So. Um, you know, those were, were the the important elements of it. Um, but you, you still never know. And uh, it was the right call and, and I think the right decision. Time for a few final questions tonight. Next one goes to Stormy Bonatoni with the Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, Stormy. Pete, you referenced the other day how much you liked that this team was getting better game to game. And it seemed like tonight was just another step in the right direction. How much can that be such a good thing for a group to not only build momentum in game, but game to game? Yeah, critical in the playoffs. Uh, you know, it's a lot like building your season. You want to get better every night and, and be playing your best as you move forward. And, uh, you know, for us, uh, you know, we, we started a little tentative in, well, we weren't tentative in, in period one and game one. We, we came out with a lot of energy, but, but our game's been much more solid every period we've played uh, from a team perspective. And we're starting to get rewarded offensively uh, because of that. And, uh, Guys are feeling good. Next, we'll go to Ron Futrell, 10 8 Las Vegas. Hey, Ron. 
Hi there, Pete. A general question for Monday day. What are you expecting Monday night at T-Mobile Arena from the Minnesota Wild? <clears throat> well, the, the 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 fourth one's always the toughest one to win, and uh, they're a proud group with a great record and they're a great team. So I, I expect that uh, they're going to show up with a great game and. Uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for us to to uh, have a chance to close out a, a real good team at home in front of our fans. You know, I, I heard they upped the, the number again at T-Mobile, so we're looking for a, a big, rowdy crowd. And, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, finish the job. We'll take two more. Next, we'll go to Brian Blessing, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Hey, Brian. Hello, Pete. Uh, back to the momentum topic. How important was it to build on the momentum in game three and get off to the fast start and set the tone? And is that obviously something that would be critical for you the rest of the way to get off to fast starts on a nightly basis? Yeah, sure. You always want to get off to a fast start. It doesn't always happen. Uh, I just liked, I liked our game both in three and four. Uh, I thought we were ready to play. We had four lines uh, with good energy and good juice and uh, – it was just a good feeling on the bench. And even in game three, when we fell behind, I think I said that, I, I, I still liked how the group felt and we battled through. And tonight, I liked how, how our game felt again in the first and we got out in front. So it looks different every night, depending on, on how some of the bounces go. But, um, you know, I like the feeling on the bench of our, our group. We've been ready to play. Final question tonight goes to Chris Matthews, Channel 8 Las Vegas. Hey, Chris. Hello, Pete. I, probably kind of tough to take the coach's hat off and talk about just how exciting the last two games in the second period have been with what's kind of unfolding, some of the plays and, and all that. Can you talk about those last – the second period in the game two nights ago and today? Because it seemed like they were really solid and a lot of fun if you're just a hockey fan. Yeah. Well, we've, we've been a real good second period team all year. Um, you know, I, I think uh, the long change allows us to – to really stretch the ice offensively. It allows us to to grind some teams down possession-wise and outchange them and get fresh bodies out there. Um, you know, I, I think I think we enjoy second periods because of that, and, and we've had some success that way. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We are back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back. Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, the Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing, take a commanding three games to one series lead. Two wins in Minnesota. I'll say that again two wins in Minnesota for the Vegas Golden Knights. And I talked about before this series started, uh, not liking to, not liking just sitting there and saying, well, what happened in the regular season is certainly going to happen in the playoffs. The playoffs are very different. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. It's not drastically different, but it is different. 
when you look at the playoffs versus the regular season. There is another gear that the good teams get to in the playoffs. There is yet another gear that teams coming into the playoffs with aspirations of winning a Stanley Cup can get to as well. And while I don't think we've seen the Golden Knights' best game, tonight was close to their best so far, they can still get better. The Golden Knights, what they showed in Minnesota over game three and four was an ability to take control of a game they didn't have any business taking control of in game three, and then they have not relinquished that momentum since. The Golden Knights flexed their muscle starting in the second period of Game 3, and it carried through to the end of Game 4, and that is what has the Golden Knights on the brink of clinching their spot in the second round of the playoffs this season. Game 5 will go on Monday, 7.30 p.m. puck drop, 6.30 p.m. pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Extended postgame show is next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from Bailiwick inside the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Listen, steak and lobster, $55, glass of wine, 30-plus beers on tap. This is the place to be on a Saturday. Get down here. Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing in Game 4. The most complete game of the series for the Vegas Golden Knights. Take a 3-1 to one series lead. And, you know, I, I remember back to Game 1 extended post-game show and a call that said the series was over. And let me let me put it to you this way. Up 3-1, coming back for Game 5 at T-Mobile Arena, I don't believe the series is over. I'm not going to make a bold proclamation here because that's never a good idea. And that is my point. When it comes to reacting to an entire playoff series based on one game, don't go that bold. Just don't do it. 702-876-1340 is the number. There's a lot to talk about in tonight's effort for the Golden Knights. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great, especially after a, a Golden Knights win. And I couldn't agree with you more. We, we can't get ahead of ourselves. We still got one more game to win, and... We know how, uh, you know, speaking from the past, we know how 3-1 advantages can quickly disappear. Um, 
What I want to talk about tonight, and I don't think this is getting enough credit, is I think aside from that first period in Game 3, Game 2 and tonight, the Golden Knights' defense has been almost flawless against Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like they took... While, while game one was so heartbreaking, the coaching staff saw what uh, Minnesota was going to do. They readjusted, and Minnesota hasn't had an answer to solve the Golden Knights defensively. And yes, we have Flurry, who's outstanding, but, you know, we're. Uh, the Golden Knights are taking, you know, uh, Minnesota's best weapons and basically silencing them. I mean, I think Krill has one point yes. um, throughout the whole series right now. Yep. And then I, I'm not sure, you know, Dumba is supposed to be this defensive specialist, but I'm not sure what his plus minus is, but it doesn't look good because it, I think tonight he was he was on ice for at least three of the goals. Yeah, you know, Joe, I, I it's interesting, right? Because for the Golden Knights, it was always going to come back to defense. Like this is a team that was at the the top of the board in terms of goals allowed in 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 the the least amount of goals allowed in the regular season. The, Marc-Andre Fleury, Robin Leonard win the Jennings Trophy. This is a team that knows how to defend incredibly well. And it's Kirill Kaprizov's first taste of NHL playoff hockey. And there's a learning curve that, that goes into that. And for a good defensive team like the Golden Knights, they're able to shut down and, and identify the game breakers of the Minnesota Wild and keep them in check. I thought Minnesota's best line tonight and throughout the playoffs has been Marcus Foligno, Joel Eriksson-Eck, and Jordan Greenway. Those are three guys that get in on the forecheck, disrupt what the Golden Knights do well in terms of their breakouts, and they bring the puck to the net. After the goal was disallowed, the Minnesota Wild just didn't have much of anything the rest of the way. Yes, they threw some shots on goal, but nothing super, super dangerous. Marc-Andre Fleury was exceptional again, and I think the Golden Knights have just kind of taken that part of Minnesota's game away. So it's a great observation by you, Joe. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Well, you know what? My eyesight is not what it used to be, so you're going to have to help me with this. Was okay. that Nate McKinnon or Nick Waugh who stole the puck <laughs> and skated 190 feet and made a goal? Um, it, it was, I assure you, it was Nick Waugh. Um, I get okay. it. That, that was a fantastic shot by Nick Waugh. That's the greatest move I've ever seen him make. That was a Mark Stone move right there. Uh, the other thing is, if you could talk to Darren, yeah. please try to find time to interview Dave, the replay guy, sometime during the week or in the upcoming weeks on the afternoon show, because he's already changed two games completely. Yeah, you know, uh, that's a great point, Mike, and, and thank you for the call. Uh you need everybody, right? Like, you need every single hand on deck in the playoffs. Dave Rogowski and Mike Rosati tonight making the call on the goalie interference. That's what you've got to do. You've got to look for those ways to kind of break open a game or change the complexion of a game. And the Golden Knights, they were able to get the call again tonight, get it right 
after video review, and it led to a 4 nothing win for Vegas. 702-876-1340. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, I'm good. <laughs> um, one of the things that's really stood out to me um, over the last three games, obviously the first one, no goals, but um, scoring has been coming from all over the place. It hasn't yep. been, you know, depending on just, you know, Mark Stone or Carlson. Like, it's, it's coming from everywhere. So that's really exciting. And I know uh, you said I called for seven goals, but I just called for him to keep <laughs> wrapping it up. And I think that four goals in a shutout has ramped up. <laughs> Listen, if, if it, if it would have been seven to three, it's still a four-goal margin, so yeah. I'll give you I'll give you four nothing. That's fine. And uh, um, Chapman got his birthday wish, I do believe. So happy birthday, Chapman, and congrats on the night pulling that one out for him. I okay, you're gonna have to help me. This is really embarrassing. I don't listen much to Chapman, <laughs> so you're gonna have to tell me what the wish was. He wanted him to win on his birthday because they'd never won on his birthday, or they oh. never played. They'd never played on his birthday. That's absolutely right. Thank you for the call, Stephanie. And uh, Chapman, I'm sorry. I, I don't pay much attention when you open the mic sometimes. Anyway, the Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing. take a 3-1 to lead in the series. We're back with more on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing. Marc-Andre Fleury's 16th career playoff shutout tied for third all-time with Curtis Joseph behind Patrick Waugh and Martin Brodeur. Golden Knights take a 3-1 series lead into Monday where they will have a chance to book their ticket to the second round. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Charles. Charles, how you doing? Uh, doing good. Uh, feeling a whole lot better about Vegas's uh, game after the last five periods. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that this is a team that, you know, it, it, between the first period and the second period of, Game three really just decided to, to get to their identity, and they've played it well through five periods. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I definitely was one of those fans that was very worried and concerned about Vegas playing Minnesota. And uh, I, at this point, I'm kind of, kind of happy I get to ask Darren this question. Um, do you think they've slayed the dragon and it's just a matter of cooking up some supper? <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a great poll, number one, Charles. Well done. Um, we're going to have to clip that to send it to Darren on Monday. Here's the thing. As much as I want to kind of say yes, anything can happen in the playoffs, right? Like, we've seen 3-1 leads evaporate before you really know what hits you. So uh, out of respect to the Minnesota Wild and really out of respect to, to where the Golden Knights are right now, the job's still not done. And until you can can blow that horn on the fourth win of the series, um, you might have wounded the dragon. It's just not time to cook up to cook up supper yet. So, um, great call, Charles. I get where you're going with it, but you can't ever get overconfident. 
if you're the Golden Knights going into Game 5, you've got to treat it as if you're down 3-1 to one in the series. You've got to match the desperation that the Minnesota Wild are going to have on Monday at T-Mobile Arena. That's the only way you're going to get the fourth win of the series. That's the only way you're going to put them to bed. And I guarantee you, Charles, if that's what ends up happening or if the Golden Knights check that box, get the fourth win of the series, you have to call back. That's the agreement because then you can say that 100% as many times as you'd like. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Al. Al, how you doing? Al did not stick around. 702-876-1340 is the number here on the Extended Post Game Show. There's a lot to, to really break down in terms of this game. And, you know, we're, we're going to go back to Stephanie as we wait for more calls. Uh, the depth for the Golden Knights shines tonight. And it, it shined on, on, on Thursday as well. You get Patrick Brown in the lineup, picks up a goal. You get Nick Holden in the lineup, picks up two assists. You get those contributions from down your lineup. And then tonight, Nick Wah, I mean, out of nowhere, right? Like, you get the type of game you got tonight from Nick Wah most nights, you're going to win because he's going to be able to win that depth battle. Then you've got a big play from Alex Tuck, and I get it. Alex Tuck, top line with Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson. You're starting to see some chemistry with those players. You're starting to see Alex Tuck feeling more and more comfortable with Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. And that's a good thing as we continue to await the return of Max Pacioretty. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Lou. Lou, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. How's it going, buddy? I'm great, man. Hey, uh, you know, real just short and sweet to the team. Flower is playing like the 2018 Flower in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Don't waste it, guys. Don't waste it because this guy is on fire. It's up to the other 18 to make sure that they do their thing and, and close this thing out. And like you said before, there's three games to play. Teams win three games in a row all the time. So yeah. don't rest on your laurels. Keep playing. Play hard. And Rita, Stephanie's been in. I've been in. We're waiting for the trifecta. <laughs> you know, Lou, real quick while I have you. Like, are, are you, do you feel that there's something special with this group? Like, in terms of the way they were able to come back in Game 3 and now what you've seen over the last two games in Minnesota, do you feel something special here? You know what? I feel like there can be, and I, I think there's a lot of great stories. Obviously, you know, Flurry's play, you know, Holden in the last game and the way he's played after not playing, you know, for so much of the season – and this team doing what they're doing without Pacioretty, without Noshik, I mean, it's one of those lineups where you look at it every game and you say, oh, my gosh, these guys are out here. So, you know, I, I, I think that it's kind of, I don't want to say destiny, but, man, if they can just keep it rolling, they're going to be good. All right, Lou, as always, thank you for the call. We're still waiting on Rita. I'm, I'm sure she'll come through for the trifecta, but, oh, all right. Well, here we go. It's Rita's time. Rita, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. I just love this team. Um, I'm afraid I might have scared Russell, though. <laughs> I wanted to hear him tell how bad we were. <laughs> I'm sure he could find something we did wrong. You know, Rita, I, I find 
you so refreshing because it, it, and, and it's been all year long, right? Like it doesn't really matter if it's after a win, if it's after a loss. You're just in it because you love to watch this team, and I think that that's such a refreshing way of looking at professional sports. Yeah, I do. I do love them. And now I've got new buddies in Stephanie and Lou. I mean, I'm making all kinds of friends. You know what, Rita? We love having you here on the extended post-game show. Do me a favor. No matter what happens on Monday, please give me a call, all right? Well, okay, but... You know, I'm going to be real busy celebrating our win, so it might take me a minute or two. <laughs> All right. We will keep the phone lines open late into the night for you, Rita. I promise. <laughs> Thank you. That is fan favorite Rita. She's awesome every single time she brings it. We're back with more on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Four to nothing the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild. Still taking calls. 702-876-1340 is the number. Give me a call. Let me know if you uh, if you want to talk about the Golden Knights and and how they were able to go into Minnesota and sweep games three and four. When up until that point, the Golden Knights hadn't won a game in Minnesota in regulation. And, you know, it's interesting because we talked about this off the top with Dan Duva, and you start to say the Golden Knights had never won a game in Minnesota in regulation. And then you're expecting it to be like this gigantic sample size. You're expecting the Golden Knights to be 0 for 12 or 15. But when it, but you start to look at the numbers, and it's 2 and 6. Two overtime wins, six losses, no regulation wins. And, you know, again, I, I looked at this series, and while I understand the Minnesota Wild are deep and balanced, I still look at the top-end talent for the Golden Knights. And you, you look at what Mark Stone has been able to do over the last five periods of hockey in this series, and you understand why, despite the regular season, despite what those results tell you, the Golden Knights' elite talent is better than the Minnesota Wild. And when Mark Stone is going, and when Mark Stone has found a little bit of chemistry with Alex Tuck, and, and you know he's got it with Chandler Stevenson, and he can start to roll, the Golden Knights can take over games. The Golden Knights can dominate stretches in games. And tonight was an opportunistic night for the Vegas Golden Knights. It's not often in a playoff game the Golden Knights score four goals on 18 shots. It's just not often. And for me, like when I, when I look at that, when I look at that number, and I look at the way they were able to score tonight, Nick Waugh off the rush, nice play, give and go with Keegan Colasar in the neutral zone. And then you look at Mark Stone just making a play shorthanded. 
strips Matt Dumba of the puck, gets around Ryan Suter, off to the races. Everyone tells me Mark Stone is is not the greatest skater in the world. Well, he can close. He can break away. can certainly do that. And then Alex Tuck. Like, I mean, listen, when you're able to make those little plays in the neutral zone and you're able to kind of pull the defenders away and open up that space, Alex Tuck splitting the D, dangling around Cam Talbot. I, it's, it's just one of those games where the Golden Knights got to a little bit more of that transition offense that we have become so accustomed to them having. And this team off the rush in transition can outright score goals. They just can. And then you start to sit back and think about Marc-Andre Fleury. The goal scoring is great. You know you're going to get solid defense. There was really only one line for Minnesota that caused any type of havoc down low for the Golden Knights in terms of their forecheck, in terms of hemming the Golden Knights into their own zone, and that was Felino, Greenway, and Erickson Eck. But everything else for Minnesota, to the outside, nothing particularly dangerous. Kirill Kaprizov, one point in four games. And here's the thing. If you're the Minnesota Wild, you aren't going to win very many games if you've only averaged one goal per game. And that's what they're sitting on. Four goals, four games. That is a testament to the Golden Knights in team defense and how they are going about systematically shutting down the Minnesota Wild. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from Bailiwick, inside the Orleans Hotel and Casino. It's a place you want to go to watch games. And Monday, sister station, ESPN, Cofield and Company, they'll be out here. You're not going to want to miss that. So if you have to find a place to watch the game. If you're looking for a place to watch the game, might I suggest Bailiwick at the Orleans. It's fantastic. Been treated amazingly tonight. I cannot tell you how awesome this place is, really. So the Golden Knights defeat the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing. 3 to 1 series lead. The Golden Knights have an opportunity to close this one out. On Monday, and again, if you're not doing anything, get down to Bailiwick Monday. Spend some time with Steve Cofield, ESPN, and make sure you watch this game. But the Golden Knights have an opportunity to close this thing out on Monday. And as much as we want to get ahead of ourselves, as much as we want to take a victory lap, as much as we want to focus in on what's gone right over the last five periods of hockey for the Vegas Golden Knights, you have to try to remain in a state of the job's not done. The Golden Knights are going to go into Game 5 with the complete understanding that nothing yet has been accomplished. And that's how you have to view Game 5 
and beyond. For the Golden Knights, this is a step. It is, a, it is moving in the right direction. It is continuing to move along this path of where they want to be. And it's not just a win in the first round. It goes well beyond that. And for a team that is starting to find their identity in their game and get to it more often within a 60-minute effort, that is a good thing for the Golden Knights to build upon. Game 5, Monday, 7.30 p.m. puck drop, 6.30 p.m. pregame show. Thanks to Jeff Rubino down here turning the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It is just not as much fun when you guys do not interact with us on this show. We will talk to you on Monday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.